If you went on a road trip and you didn't stop for a Big Mac or drop a crispy fry between the car seats or use your McDonald's bag as a placemat, then that wasn't a road trip. It was just a really long drive. At participating McDonald's. 1017 Bresden, and I just jumped off the porch with dirty glove bass. I watch Barbie whip, but it's you look better than Marco. Already know it's me when you see Berkey's with the car go. Alright, we got Bresden jumping off the porch with us today. What's going on, everybody? What's going on, gang? Shit, not much, you know. I'm in Atlanta, I'm ready to tell my story off the porch and shit. Oh, for sure. My boy came prepared. He got the wood rolled up and everything. Had to, you know, you gotta stay with the wood at all times. Got to, you got to. It's a pleasure to have you on the porch with us nonetheless, for sure. Man, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm honored to be here. Real spill. I know you just from a hop, skip, jumping away in Chattanooga, but what it feel like to be in Atlanta? Man, it's, um, well, it, Chat ain't too far from Atlanta, so, you know, it's kind of, like, tied in. It kind of, like, you can see Chat in Atlanta, like, the, the similarities and shit, but I definitely fuck with being out here. You can see, like, there's so many more connections, so many more, like, opportunities and shit out here. It's definitely, like... Eye opening for sure. That's real. How I feel to be out here on some rap <clears throat> shit, like working on your dream. Right, it's man, it's crazy. Like just seeing so many people that like growing up, you see like on the internet or like you know in music videos and shit. Just like being around like I don't know them type of scenarios, like backstage shit like that. It's crazy as fuck. You know, it's definitely. You know, I don't take it for granted at all. I'm definitely like you know trying to enjoy this shit while I can. No, that's real. How did it feel to be on stage on 1017 day, seeing Gucci shut the city down and shit? Man, it was crazy. That was my first show ever. So like opening that shit was crazy, I ain't gonna lie. But <clears throat> seeing Gucci perform was, man, that joint was crazy. Like just seeing the crowd control and like how many people pop out, like knowing every word to every song, it don't matter what he played, they would like sing that shit. And especially like all the surprise performances, like people popping out just, the love that he got, that shit was crazy to see for sure. It was definitely a crazy experience. Nah, for sure. I seen you on stage in the cut just soaking all that shit up. I'm like, yeah, that nigga can't Man, yeah, I'm right, I'm right behind the DJ yeah. watching everything. I had the perfect view. That yeah, shit. that was wild. So for somebody who's never been, how would you explain the way of life and the culture of the people of Chattanooga, Tennessee? Um, I think it has its similarities with like every city pretty much. Every city kind of has like its own little way of working, but it's like you know, it's like a good little mix, like I said, of like Atlanta and then like a smaller city. It's like, it's not too small, not too big. It's like, you know, it's, it's kind of the same as like every other place. I feel like that's, that's not like too big of a city type shit. That's real. How would you explain your childhood growing up in that environment? Um, my childhood was a little different because I, like I said, uh, Chattanooga is like, it's definitely a diverse place. And I feel like my like life experience definitely embodies that. So like, it's like the, you got the southern parts so of like the traditional southern like church going type shit and then you got like you know you got shit going on like everywhere so my grandparents and shit that's like who I grew up with type shit that's more like the southern traditional people and then like my parents and like the people that I was around type shit it's more like the the other shit so it's like you know you well balanced right type shit you yeah. was outside well, no, just like, you know, I was around shit. I ain't gonna yeah, say it. Like, there you, you know. go, there you go. So how would you explain yourself as a kid growing up? Um, definitely like out the way. I was never like, you know, uh, I'll say, I always felt like ahead of my time, I ain't gonna say ahead of my time, but like ahead of my peers type shit, ahead of my class. Like, 
I always felt more intelligent, more like, you know, I knew what the fuck was going on type shit, yeah. more mature than other people, like, especially the people in chat. I don't know if it's just chat or like, just kids being immature, I always felt like, you know, like I knew what was going on type shit. You want no nonsense type right, shit. Right, yeah, I was always, you know, standing on business. Nah, that's real. <laughs> right, yeah. One verse 50, standing, standing on, on business. business. I'm always standing on business for sure. So at what point in your life would you say you started to break away from those Southern traditions, you know, going to church and being with grandma and grandpa? Well, I think it was, it's, so I used to start living with my grandparents till like later on. So really the earlier shit, I was more introduced to like the more urban lifestyle. So yeah. it was really more so of like, that was just natural to me. And then like living with them was more of a, a switch up, like having to change lifestyles. And then, you know, it was just, I got used to it over time. Like, For sure. Right. At what point would you say you knew you had an interest in urban culture? Uh, like I said, it was just inherited. Like, I, it was nothing where it was just like, oh, I felt like, you know, it was just always music playing in the background, like music videos on, being, you know, like it was just, it was just regular shit. But I'll say music is really what did it. Like being in the car, just like, you know, hearing old shit. That's really what put me on. Like my dad used to play like old, like two, early 2000s, like mixtape rappers, like Gucci, T.I., like, all them, and then like Tupac bit like Nas, like that's the shit I was on early. So, you know, just that shit being around me all the time, I feel like that's what put the, the love in me. That's shit. real. So at what point would you say you jumped off the porch? Uh, I ain't gonna say, well, it depends with the definition. As far as like, you know, getting outside, making my own way with shit, you know, like trying to figure out my own way. I'll say, I was probably like, I don't know. Around like high school is when I started to like try to figure shit out. Like, okay, I gotta, you know, make some shake. Cause I knew I wasn't gonna never like the college shit that was like the school shit that wasn't me. So like, I ain't know I was gonna rap, but you know, it's just like you gotta brainstorm every day, try to you know come up with some shit. Real shit. What did you think you was gonna end up being in life? Man, I swear to God, I had no like. It was. It's crazy because my whole life, like, I had this little like intuition that I was like, like I said, different from everybody else. Like. I felt like I was gonna be some shit, but it was like, I ain't have no, you know, no credentials to like stamp that. So yeah. it was really just, you know, I don't know. I ain't had no, I knew I was gonna be some type shit, but I ain't had like, I couldn't have told you what type shit. So at what point would you say you started to have rap dreams? Uh, I'll say always, cause I was always rapping and shit, always like freestyling, like, and I was hard always. Like people was telling me to rap, but I just was not like, you know, being a rapper is like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. it damn near seems impossible. Like, that shit. So, I was never really, like, going hard with this shit. But I was always rapping. I'll say I started going hard, like, COVID. And I was just in my room, like, really fucking off on the phone. And then, like, I would show people at school. And they was like, oh, that's hard. Or, like, you know. So, I just kept going. No, that's real. So, tell the truth, bro. You didn't think you could make it as a rapper because you were scared they was going to judge you for being white. That's, I mean, that's part of it, I ain't gonna lie, but just like, I don't know, this whole lifestyle shit, like. Yeah, you it, gotta come from a certain life. You thought you had to come from a certain Man, you rapper. gotta know somebody, cause it's yeah. like damn near every rapper you see, it's like, oh, his uncle's cousin was like ludicrous DJ. It's like, <laughs> everybody's tapped in some way. And it's like, man, I ain't got, man, I ain't got no ties. Yeah. So. But shit, you know, you can always make something happen. But. Yeah, yeah, look at you, bro. You done made it happen, bro. You gotta be proud of yourself. Yeah, for sure. Real shit, shit. keep working. Everybody out there, if you think it's impossible, shit, keep working for sure. Real shit.
So what happened during COVID that made you just lock in and take this shit serious? Um, it's crazy because I think a really a lot of the influence was like a lot of the music, my music in, like interest changed. So I started around that time I started listening to like more uh, underground music, like Lucky, like Midwest shit, like Chicago, like Detroit. And I think hearing like Tron and like the Detroit rappers really made me want to rap because it's like they were just talking shit and it's like it's fun, but at the same time, that shit is hard. So it's yeah. like, and I, I feel like I could do that because I've always been like quick with it and like, you know, being able to come up with shit. So, you know, that's really, I feel like what started. And then especially like having Band Lab, Band Lab is crazy. Like just on my phone, fuck it. I got nothing else to do. Got some, some earbuds and like, I just want to hear what I sound like type shit. That's yeah. really how it started. That's real. So at what point would you say you gained the confidence to start sharing your music? Uh, that's a good question. I'll say, really, I ain't make, I never made it known public that I was really trying to do music shit. <clears throat> I had show people in like, in my little circle and shit, and everybody would always say it was hard, but I ain't like, go outside. Like, I was never like, posting it and shit, like, trying to rap. But then, like I said, COVID, I started posting it on like, TikTok and shit, just to see, like, fuck it, let's see if the world fucks with it. Yeah. And then, around like, my TikTok, even like right when I made that joint, it was like, you know, it was doing straight. So I feel like seeing the love I got and the attention I got like on that platform, that's what made me like grow the confidence to be like, all right, this is what I'm gonna do type shit. That's real. At what point would you say your people started noticing like, your brethren in there rapping? Man, I ain't gonna lie, like damn near, not too long, like once I started taking trips and shit, once like, you know, lifestyle would change, I, I would say like, before that, you know, I was still just a regular guy. Like, I was rapping and shit, going hard, like still making songs every day, like posting. But it's like, you know, I don't think it really clicked in until it's like, damn, Brezen ain't been here in two months. Like, <laughs> so what was their reaction once you finally told them like, hey mom, hey dad, hey grandma, grandpa, I'm a rapper? Uh, I, they was definitely supportive. Like, I like. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles. And a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It's a, like I said, it's like a Southern traditional, like, mindset. So they ain't doing too much know, like, you know, the specifics to everything. Like, what's really going on. But they definitely, like, been supportive of it, for that's sure. That's real, that's real. So, how did you gain the attention of Gucci Mane, bro? That's what Man. everybody in the world want to know. I thought, it's... I couldn't even tell you I had to ask him himself, but shit. I'll say the internet is a crazy place, shit. You, anybody can see anybody on the internet, so like, you know, that's really, that's where I was going hard at, and I feel like that's what helped me out just, you know, going crazy, like, staying consistent with that shit. But as far as like the shit, you, I, I couldn't <laughs> you, tell you. You don't even know. Right, yeah. That's real. Is it true that he found you with only a thousand followers? Yeah. My shit. But shit was, I couldn't give you an exact number, but it definitely wasn't over 2,000. It was around some shit like that, like, for sure. That's but, real. And not, yeah. So and that yeah. shit really came from left field, like. Right, like, out of nowhere. It did, though, but at the same time, it didn't, because, like, I really been going hard with this shit the for The talent there. Right, so it's like, it's been, like, the past two years, I really been going hard with this shit, because I ain't been in school. It's like, it's been, I was working, and, like, I was still making hell, like, Song, it's every day, like TikToks every day. Like, you know, I ain't have no videos, but I was dropping shit like all the time. So 
it came out of left field for like everybody else. But as far as me, as far as like the work ethic and shit, this shit is like, you know, it's right, been, you expected it. Right, it's been happening. That's real. Even though, like you were saying, you weren't putting your music videos and shit like that out, you were staying consistent on the platform that they was loving you on. Right. And yeah. that's where you got to where you was at today. Just, right, I feel like it's all, you know, you can always grow. So it's like, just stay consistent with one thing and then you worry about the next thing type that's shit. That's real. So what was the reaction once you found out Gucci wanted to meet with you? Man, shit, let's lock it in. That's, that's, <laughs> that's Gucci, man, that's crazy. Like, man, I'm there next, you know, like, I'm on that for sure. Like, you know, I was excited as fuck. Shit, as soon as I got off the phone with him, shit, I, I sent a long ass text message to him. Like, you know, like, it's up. That's I, real. I was turned though, like, <clears throat> I ain't gonna lie. As soon as I got off the phone, man, I, I'm, in, I'm in my room dancing and shit. Like, you know, I ain't gonna lie, I'm going crazy. Like, everybody, it's crazy because my sister and them was all over at my house. Like, everybody was in the living room and nobody knew. Like, I just got the phone call, set my phone down. I just started going crazy. And I didn't even tell nobody until yeah, like the, ne the next day, but like, man, I was turned. That shit was crazy. Nah, for real. What was the initial like reach out? What was it like? Did he DM you or what? Uh, it was a phone call. I was on the, uh, yeah, it was a phone call. Straight like that, like? Yeah. Yeah. Damn, what'd he say? I want to sign you. Man, damn, it was just like, you know, like, come see me type shit. Like, let's see what's up. Like, you know, yeah. It was, it was quick, it was definitely a quick turnaround. Like, you know, that's a, he don't play, that's a business, man. No, for sure. So once you met him, what was like, what was that like? Um, shit, definitely a crazy experience. Like I said, like, I don't even know how to explain it, but he's definitely a, like, it's crazy, just the idea of being around him. But then like, the experience is definitely a cool ass time. Like it's a, like he's genuine. And like, you know, every conversation we ever had has been like some real shit. And especially like the first time, like it was like the first time meeting him, you could tell like, you know, he's real genuine, like standing on business, like, but at the same time it's love. So it's definitely a cool experience for sure. No, nah, for sure. So how much has your work ethic changed now that you signed? Like I said, I don't think it changed too much. Like I was staying up till four or five in the morning recording songs off my phone in my room. So like I'm doing it in the studio now, but it's like, what's the, it's easier now. I don't gotta mix myself. I don't gotta find beats. Like it's easier now. Damn no, that's real. So it basically make your work ethic more thorough. Quicker. I say the only thing is maybe like, you know, the sleep. I don't have too much sleep as much, but shit, it is what it is. Oh, no, for sure. What's some other things you got working on now that you in the big leagues now? Man, shit. I'm working on a whole lot of shit. Stay tuned for everything, but you know, you got some player shit in the cut. Definitely got some big shit coming. Just stay tuned. That's really all I can say. It's, nah, man, you yeah. can get, you can tell them like a little bit of something. You been yeah. locked in with some niggas, right. man. You can tell us who you working with. All right, I can tell you, uh, Tron, uh, which is crazy because like that's my favorite rapper of all time. Like, like I said, really like that sound and that style, like that region, really influenced a lot of my music. So that locking in with him, that was some of the craziest shit. Like. Man, that's like that's some of the craziest experiences with this music shit. Cause it's like, like I said, I, that's my favorite rapper. So I've seen damn near every music video, every song, like, and then being the same place he shot hella music videos, like, man, that's that real. shit, man, yeah, crazy. How was that like before you had that full circle moment? Like, you know what I'm saying? Meeting one of the people that you look up to. Um, that's one of the moments, that's, that's for sure like one of the more surreal moments with this shit because it's like, like being, 
we were in the booth together, like, punching in and shit, and it's like, damn, what the fuck, this trying, like, I can't even explain it. It's like, it's like when Kobe then, like, played against Jordan for the first time, yeah. like, man, yeah. that shit, it was crazy. That's real. What's some of the best advice he gave you? I know you gave you some words. Yeah, <clears throat> he, he definitely said some shit. I'll say the best advice he gave me was, like, just keep working with this shit, like, it's gonna be some shit come, but also don't be too like eager to like, you know, stay patient with this shit, but also stay working with this shit pretty much. No, for sure. Would you say it's hard to make it out of Chattanooga? Uh, I would say it's hard to make it out of anywhere, but yeah, for sure. Cause like I said, it's not too many like connections and like, you know, too many resources out there. So yeah, it definitely is a struggle for sure. For sure. You gotta work, but shit, you gotta work to make it anywhere, but you know, it, it's definitely a little bit more of a, a grind. Nah, for sure. What's one of the biggest changes you would want to happen for your city? Uh, I'll say, some, like, getting more resources out there, because there's definitely talent out there. Definitely a lot of, like, you know, a lot of talent, but <clears throat> it's not a lot of resources. Like, it's not a lot of places people can go to, like, say it. Like, when I started rapping, it was, like, all on my phone, and, like, the, I figured that shit all out myself off the internet. Like, damn near you should like if you want to rap like go to somebody hey i want to rap what should i do like what's this what's the studio like like who do i need to talk to type shit you know i feel like just more more direction for artists or producers not even artists just just the music scene in general for sure like just getting more resources out there for sure what's some other revenues or income you interested in besides music um shit a lot of a lot of shit like you know that's a good question. I'll say like, I'm big in the, uh, I really want to get into streaming on Twitch. I'm big in the gaming and shit. So oh, yeah, you definitely def gotta hop on that right, game. definitely want to get into some shit like that. Like I'm big in the sports. I be sports man. That's a little, you know, aside, <laughs> you know shit. Uh, <clears throat> man, just I don't know. It's definitely some plays. You know, I could, I feel like I could make and some shit. You know, I got it in the back of my head for sure. For sure. How important would it be for you to have a successful career for you to build generational wealth for your loved ones? Man, that's the that's the end goal with this shit. Like the music is cool, but at the end, I mean, my passion is the music. Like the money is definitely the side, but at the end, like you know what I'm saying, generational wealth, like taking care of the people that took care of me, and like, you know, that's the end, that's what this shit is all about. I feel like, <clears throat> so it's it's super important. You know, I definitely ain't somebody that's just like. I'm going to preach that the more that I, you know, like, that's my message to people. Like, don't fuck off. Like, the internet, that shit is fake. Like, all them outfits, all that money, that shit is fake. So, like, spending money on that shit, man, fuck that. Like, yeah. take care of people, all that other shit. That shit is pointless. Like, <clears throat> you could die tomorrow. I promise people don't care how many Prada shoes you had. Like, that shit is dead. Real shit. What else you working on right now? Uh... Shit, really just, I'm always working on some shit. Um, definitely a tape coming. I can't give you a, um, a time or a time frame, but it's definitely a tape in the works for sure. And um, you know, definitely trying to network, re uh, work with more artists and shit. I got some shit with V's, um, about to go shoot the video for that soon. But you know, I got some shit on the way for sure. Got a lot of shit on the way, man. My boy is locked in. Yeah, yeah. For sure. What is it that you want listeners to take from your music when they turn on Brizzy? Um, I think it's a lot of different things I could speak. I think it really depends on the song. Like sometimes I'm talking some, you know, some, some pimp shit, like, you know, sometimes I'm talking some fly shit. Sometimes I'm talking like some real shit. Like don't like, 
like some real like some songs it's like some real life story some songs it's like I'm giving games some songs I'm like you know it, it's really all different I feel like I have a lot of different advice if you if you really listen to my shit I'm really saying some shit like yeah. it ain't it ain't no bullshit on any of my songs for sure what advice would you give a young person right now watching this interview that just looking for that pivotal moment in their life or their career, whatever they doing? I'll say just keep working. Like, it's cool asking for like validation from other people. Like, hey, what should I do? What's what? but? Everybody loves McDonald's fries. So yes, you accused your mom of stealing some of your fries on the way home. Um, but the bag did feel a little light. Ba da ba ba ba. At the end of the day, just work. Like nobody else could like. It's everybody else has a different route. Like if I would have had asked somebody else how they did it, it was probably a whole different way from how I did it. So like I probably would have fucked up trying some shit. So you just work and just find out what works for you. Real spill. Any last words and shout outs? Uh, shit. Shout out to July Jay Denaro four two three. Shout out to my manager Steve in the back. Shit. Shout out to Gucci. Shout out to Wap ten seventeen. That's and off the porch. Shout out to y'all. For sure, man. Brazen, we appreciate you come kicking game with us today, gang. Yeah, sir. Appreciate y'all. For sure. Hey, I watch Barbie with a bitch who look better than Marco. Already know it's me with.